here we are with unfamiliar territory once again, uh, both with my Lakers and the Raiders. I guess we can get the, both are good news, but you know how social media is these days. Um, well, let's just start with the Raiders, get them out the way. Uh, good win against Philly at the crib. Uh, a lot of things to take away from it. 2-0 since uh, Gruden has departed from the organization. And I think we're catching ourselves in a situation where are we still looking for a head coach or not? And I think that's something that I, I think that's the conversation to have later on down towards the end of the season, uh, depending on how we end up. You know what I mean? As of right now, we are five and two at the top of the AFC West. Uh, it feels good. It looks good. And there's still there's still a level of football that needs to be played. Not even sure if we have those type of players yet. And, you know, Derek Carr has been one of the most criticized. And, not, and, I, and I wouldn't say he stays. He doesn't stay in the headlines like a lot of other players slash quarterbacks. But he does stay uh, in the same, I want to say in the same category. They put him in as soon as he makes a Derek Carr mistake. And that could be a game where he just doesn't look like he has it. Um Speaking about the the Bears game and the Chargers game, where it's funny how the NFL is shaping around because Kansas City is what third? I want to say third in our division. I mean, it's between third and fourth between the Broncos and and and, and Kansas City, and nobody, even myself, being a Raiders fan, didn't expect to be sitting at the top of the AFC West right now because everybody has. Everybody has Kansas City marked off as the best team in AMC West. It's a matter of who's fighting for second place coming into the season. I can't I can't really speak for Kansas City because I honestly don't know what I mean, we they've had a they've been having a, a bad defense even with the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? It's just I, I they were just one of those teams where they would make good plays and certain plays where they would just give up a lot of points. But they would just beat you. They were like the Golden State Warriors of football. They're going to put up a lot of points, right? And I'm not here to shit on them because, it's, again, even with rivals and stuff like that, I, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly getting tired of social media and how fake it is. So I'm not going to sit up here and just downplay and act like Kansas City is not one of those teams that, can, that can't put up. These niggas can put up 60 points if they wanted to. If they wanted to be disrespectful, it's just something that's just not clicking you know, um, and they've been going up against teams where they def that 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 particular defense, whoever they're playing against, is getting to them. And they're also a marked team, uh, which I'm going to share with the Lakers as well. So I'm not, and I'm not comparing Kansas City to the Lakers. I'm not comparing the Lakers to Kansas City. But when you have won a championship, uh, and the Lakers are a little bit different because they are a marquee franchise, whereas Kansas City, they are, you know, a legendary franchise, but not the same stature as the Lakers. But nonetheless, they have won one of the most recent Super Bowls, you know. So when you are one of those teams, when you do have a high-powered offense, cats are going to come after you. You know what I'm saying? It could be you could go up against uh, a winless team. And they will play their hardest against you. You know what I'm saying? Not, perfect example, when they played uh, Washington, 
You know, Washington was in there. You know what I mean? And, and it's one of those things where these are still professional athletes. This is still a professional organization. Regardless of how they're ran, sometimes they get up and they get at you. And then the record doesn't matter. And, and really, when it comes down to it, uh, we already know when it comes to a divisional game, that shit, go, the records go out the, it goes out the door. It goes, it doesn't matter. Um, one of the marquee matchups was when they played against Baltimore. And the reason why I say it's just a funny thing going around in the league is not just with the record being five and two as a Raider fan at the top of AFC West, but one of the, one of the losses that, and I think one of the, well, before, um, yesterday, the Bengals beating Baltimore, the Baltimore had came into playing the Bengals with only one loss. That came from us. You know what I mean? And so that loss coming from us, but then they turn around and they beat the dog shit out of uh, the Chargers. And then they beat Kansas City, which is which was arguably I mean, Kansas City, Kansas City supposed to be at the top. The Chargers, who was at the top at that point when they when they was when they lost to the Baltimore, they was at the top of the AFC West. So it's it's just crazy how things are shaping up because we end up losing to the Chargers by two touchdowns. We haven't played Kansas City yet, so that's still that's still another test that that we have because it's like again, there's no disrespect to Chicago Bears. We weren't supposed to lose to that team though. Seeing how everything is shaping out now, but a lot of people, including myself, feel like. I mean, you're still a professional at the end of the day, but when your your team is ran the wrong way, and I got to give a shout out to my boy uh, Jo Odin. You know what I'm saying? He said, "I do not like the way this shit is being ran by Gruden," and I'm starting to see it a lot more. You know what I mean? Because we had the pieces on the sideline as far as the coaches. Um, we had the pieces. The offensive book, the offensive playbook looked like it's opening up a little bit more. You know, and they, from the the players' mouths themselves, they're having they're having a lot more fun. You know what I mean? They're having a lot more fun. Obviously, Derek Carr is feeling uh, feeling a little bit more comfortable with the play calling and things like that. And we already knew that it was a some type of rift between him and John Gruden. And they're always we've always thought like, yo, because that's not his quarterback, and maybe John Gruden. Likes to control his quarterbacks a little bit more than what we know, you know. I couldn't really tell you the relationship between him and and and, and Rich Gannon, but Rich Gannon went out there and got the goddamn job done under Gruden's uh, guidance. So it's it's hard it's hard to speak uh, about that. And then as far as the Bucks, you know what I'm saying? Like that team was already established. It was a Super Bowl team that was already established and a defense that was better than the offense, but. Um, but here we are, here we are. And I, I like it. You know what I mean? We, we're going into the bye. You can't lose that. So we much need a rest because Darren Waller didn't play banged up. Um, we did lose, you know, um, I, I'm losing his name right now. Um, Jacobs, I'm tripping. Yeah. So Jacobs went down. Uh, with a chest injury, so hopefully that's not serious. I haven't heard any serious reports about it. You know what I mean? But again, opening up, not just opening up the playbook, but passing it to more, you know, to more receivers. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we st- we have to get in gold uh, some touches. That's a that's a fullback that can go out there and, and, and do some damage. You put him on the wheel route, <laughs> he, he's going to win that wheel route against that linebacker a lot. Uh, but again, you know, uh, Brian Edwards, 
you know, Monroe, like from like we got tight ends. You know, I didn't know I didn't know Carrier was out. I didn't know he was on the injury reserve list. But we got three solid tight ends. You know what I mean? And I feel like you need to utilize all of them, not just Waller. I mean, our, even before Gruden had left, you know, our offense, our offensive game in the very first game against Baltimore is totally different since then because the amount of targets, you know what I'm saying? You got to spread that shit out. Rugs, deep ball master at this point. You know what I'm saying? Zay Jones, you know, like we, we, Richard, Jalen Richard, like we got a lot of different receivers. Now, not to mention our Winfro's, you know what I mean? Like, and that's how it should be. That's how it should be. It's to spread that ball to make sure you have a lot of a lot of receivers that can make plays because now the defense can zero in on one player. You know, the defense have been playing a lot better, a lot better. And even though, like, giving up, we gave up twenty two points. But that was towards the end of the game when the game was already over because we put up 33. You know what I mean? But we, you know, created turnovers, few fumbles, and that's what I like to see. That means those fumbles and, and a lot of those um, turnovers came from a lot of pressure from that from that line. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we got Mad Max over there. Uh, and I cannot, I, ne- I cannot pronounce the other guy's name on, on the end. I always mess it up. You, you, you got I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Anyhow, um, you know, uh, they recently came out and said they are the best duo on the line right now. And honestly, I mean, I have to go through the other defenses, but they might be up there. If they're not right, then they definitely up there. So and and by we do not have one of the best defenses by far. We just don't. We just we're just making defensive plays at the right moment. We're not shutting teams down. We're not we're not making it hard for teams to score because, like I said, um, Philly still put up twenty two. And even though that twenty, but the bulk of that came during the end of the game, where you know the game was pretty much already a wrap. Um, Still, you know, I'm used to seeing like the, you know, the old Baltimore and the old Bears where, you know, it was it was rough to get, you know, it was rough to get over 10 points with them. You know what I'm saying? They was shutting shit down, flying everywhere. Buccaneers, Bears and and, and, and uh, the Ravens defense. I'll never forget those three defense. Uh, just dangerous. You know what I'm saying? But, um. Yeah, they're playing much better, and I like it. You know what I mean? So going into this bye week, which I think is very important, uh, rest. You know what I mean? We 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 came into the season banged up. You know what I mean? And we started off the season banged up. So uh, definitely need some rest for our running backs. Definitely need some rest for – we definitely need some rest for our offensive line. That's for sure. And I'm pretty sure everybody needs to take a breather or two um, and they've been playing well, you know what I'm saying? So hat off to them, um, start to look towards the second half of the season. One thing that we have to do is keep our foot on a throat. And, and what I mean by they, I mean the AFC West in general. So like I said, we got two, we still got to play Kansas City twice. We got uh, both Denver and the Chargers towards the end of the season. That's important. We got important divisional games, you know what I'm saying? Uh we shouldn't be talking about splitting with Denver. We should be closing them out. We have to split 
with uh, the Chargers. And then, you know, we still got, like I said, we still got two games with Kansas City. They are a dangerous team still because who they are, not just that, because of them losing and looking like they're out of whack, I feel like they're going to get it together. And they need to get it together. So that makes them even more dangerous. And that's going to make that division dangerous. You know what I mean? All right. Enough of that. Shout out to my Raiders. It was a good look. Good game. Now we got to get to my Lakers. A lot of overreactions as usual. We're only three games in and we're already talking about <sighs> they want to trade Russ. Um, Bron is getting old. AD peaked two years. Uh, from what This is what I'm reading online too. AD has peaked three years ago. What uh, What's the other one? Um, you know, and honestly, I haven't seen too much criticism. This is this is how I know this is just pure media and and I guess we can call what do you want to call it? Bias or anti bias, whatever you want to call it, but towards certain players, right? So I haven't seen too much criticism towards Vogel. Um, you're, you're not going to get any from me as of right now because, like I said, it's still early, and I'm like, this guy has to figure it out. He has to figure out the lineup. And I've also said that with with Melo, I like I do like Melo coming off the bench. Yeah, he was the leading scorer of the last game against Memphis. I think he had like 28, if I'm not mistaken, six for eight from three. So he's letting that thing fly. Vogel's letting him. Vogel's getting him touches, and the offense understands that. So this is the thing. Coming into the season, all our fans, and I'm pretty sure everybody else, assume that the offense will be ran through AD. Well, let's break that down. What do you mean ran through? Like he's going to get most of the touches? You know what I mean? Um, and as he should. But then I'm looking around, We and we've all heard it before. We said this, you know, when the Miami squad clicked up. We said this when the Boston squad clicked up. There's not enough balls to go around, right? Because you have multiple players who's looking to score. So it's on the coach to install an offense that's going to allow everybody, not, I wouldn't say allow everybody to flourish because everybody's going to have their individual goals, which we assume we know everybody's individual goal. I for sure feel like Braun wants to pass Kareem. That's for sure. I can't tell you. I, I really believe Melo wants to win a ring. Same with Russ. And AD, I, I can't put my finger on what I think his personal goal would be because I think one of his things was just to win a championship, and he got one. So, and I'm pretty sure he wants to win plenty more, you know, starting with that second one. So, it is on Vogel to figure out the perfect lineup to start off with. After that, I think he's good. I think he's been managing the game pretty good. I think DJ, I'm not sure if I want to start DJ. Me personally. I'm not sure if I want to start DJ. But then again, like I said, it's only been three games, even though as of right now, out of those three games, the stats has proven that he, the, the squad has been running much better when he is out of the game, when he subs out. So, but we'll see. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's three games, it's early in the season, and they're still trying to figure out the chemistry, right? Not so much with Rondo, because Rondo has already won with most of those cats. And I want to say even Braun, in a sense, 
has to figure out his new role with these new players. You know, Bazemore, I still think is, a fun, I think all the additions is, is, is solid. I don't have a problem with none of, the, none of the new additions at all. But we have to figure out where those new pieces are going to go. You know what I mean? Like, last year's expectations was for Kuz to step up. And then how we were going to fit in Caruso minutes because remember early on they were saying, well, how is he going to be able to fit in when who minutes are he going to take away from? Again, Vogel figured that out. And and Caruso, and I'm talking about during the, the championship run and the year and the season after, figured it out that he's going to have to get some more minutes. And then obviously we're still missing a couple of players, THT, Trevor, you know what I mean? And and I think I think Vogel is going I think Vogel's biggest biggest competition is going to be able to fit the perfect second squad in along with the starting squad. You know what I mean? The rumblings of Russ coming off the bench I like both. I like both arguments. I ain't gonna even say I like the arguments because the fact that we're arguing <laughs> over three games is ridiculous, stupid, right? But I do like the idea. I should say over argument that yeah, he could. We could start off with a powerful squad, or start off, um, or end up with a powerful second squad. Which works both ways with me, you know what I mean? Like we have a plethora of guards, you know what I mean? And shout out to Malik Monk because he made some he made some key buckets and some key plays uh, in that Memphis game. Now, John Moran is just a different monster, you know what I'm saying? Coming out of college, I knew he was going to be special, you know what I mean? He's just a, what the level of specialness is he going to get to. I said Iverson. He reminds me of Iverson. Not just, I'm not even talking about, like, the game. I'm talking about, like, the level of responsibility that he's going to have in Memphis. It's care, he's going to have to drop between 30 and 40 a night for them to be in for them to be in a fight. And will he be able to carry a squad like that? In the West, by the way, Iverson was just different. I'm just tipping my hat to Iverson because for him to carry a whole team on his back like he did and get to the finals, by the way. Um, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta answer questions like, should, should we be panicking right now? Should we be worried? No. For what? Why are we worried? This is my question. Are we supposed, with this particular roster that we have, which is the oldest or second oldest, depending on how you look at it with Brooklyn and shit like that. I know they got an old, older squad as well, but I think we do have the oldest because everybody's over 30. Most of us is over 30. Um, should I be concerned and, and, and shit like that? And I'm like, I'm like, where are, so are we expecting to be blowing cats out like early? I don't understand the expectation. Like to me, the ultimate expectation of this season is to get to the playoffs healthy. And then obviously it's championship or bust regardless. So that's the top. I, there's no discussion about that. It's a championship or a bust. But my main concern is just getting to the playoffs healthy. Everything else has to be figured out by Vogel. I'm talking about as far as the lineups. I'm talking about as far as the substitutions and shit like that. Again, I feel like he'll be able to figure that. He'll probably figure out the substitution part before he figure out the quote-unquote perfect lineups. 
You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure it's going to have a lot to do with the bigs and the guards, right? Because AR, and then will AD be bumped up to the five? Because that'll eliminate a whole lot of um, debates. You know what I'm saying? So no, man, I'm I'm not concerned at all. I'm not I'm not concerned at all. That was a good game against Memphis, and Memphis is going to be one of those one of those teams that just agitates you in general. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be it's going to be one of those teams that's going to give you some issues. But is it a team that we should beat? Absolutely, especially in the playoffs. It's a team that I wouldn't even expect to be in the playoffs right now. Or if they did get into the playoffs. We handled them and handled them well. In a regular season, I can see us struggling with all the teams, to tell you the truth, especially the younger teams. The younger teams are going to be running and gunning. Do I consider those younger teams a threat in the playoffs? Not much. You know what I'm saying? Unless they catch some type of inspiration and and some type of, uh, some type of, um, you know, momentum shift towards their way where they just knocking shit down, then yeah, obviously, yeah, you know what I mean? But no, historically, I don't see any young team coming in there and doing any type of damage unless they have a few veterans on their team that's actually putting in work. So am am I worried? Not one bit. Not one bit. You know what I mean? And look, bro, we're watching, we're watching a, an older LeBron. We're not we're not getting the Miami LeBron. We're not getting the early Cavaliers LeBron. We're just not getting those two type of LeBrons. AD I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get out of AD. He looks a little bit heavier, a little bit more swole. Don't get me wrong. But that's unfamiliar waters that he's playing with with, with that with that amount of uh uh weight that's on him, he looked like he picked up a solid 20. He looked like he picked up a solid 20 pounds. Now, it looks solid, but I'm saying, you know, he might not be getting off the ground like that. Lord knows we don't need to see him on the ground. But, you know, he that's where he lives, on the ground. So, no, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get my, my blood pressure up or anything like that. I shouldn't have to repeat myself because I've said it in English, but it's like I don't I don't want to be worried about the same shit that non-Laker fans and Laker fans are concerned about. I'm not. You know what I mean? Because and I get it, man. I can even and shout out to my boy JLCL. I can honestly tell you like half of the slander that they have is just I don't know what it is. But the other half is very understandable because we do have different type of Laker fans. You know what I mean? And no disrespect to my brethren, but nah, niggas, sometimes y'all be wildin'. Sometimes y'all be saying some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Like, and we got, we got, we got Laker fans that don't even watch Laker games all the time. But, and I, and I can honestly respect that because some of them are just, yo, I'm a Laker fan because I'm from the city. Cause that's how I am with my Dodgers. Even though I might more, I might know a little bit more about the Dodgers than they may know about the Lakers. But the fact that they just go out there and say, "Man, we, you know, Lakers is," they going off the the nostalgia, they going off of the hype and things like that. Maybe shit that they hear on the radio, or maybe shit that they hear from their other Laker friends. But it's like, yeah, we we gonna win a championship. We supposed to win the championship every year. Realistically, no, 
You know what I'm saying? I do feel like when we have a championship roster, absolutely a championship or bust. You know what I mean? That's why you know you're not gonna catch me on Twitter or any streets arguing with fans from other you know that's attached to other fan bases because their franchise is not ran like our franchise. You know what I mean? I, I, you, you're not going to hear me arguing or catching any type of bait. And sometimes the bait is even thrown up by your own fan base. Like, nah, man, I'm I'm cool. I don't lose sleep. I'm not about to build my blood. My blood pressure not about to go up. Is irrelevant at this point because it's early in the season. I, and to, to me, I think it's fake because even if we was winning, let's just say if things was flipped around, we probably won, lost the first game still. You know what I'm saying? We undefeated since then. Guess what? We're just 2-1. and one. <laughs> If we was 3-0, and no, the criticism would still be there. Simply because personal feelings are involved for certain players or they, you know, like, the, the word business and the other word deal. Uh, all of them are business deals, bro. All of them are business deals. Ever since Kobe left, everything has been a, a business deal. Hell, at one point, Kobe was a business deal until Kobe forced his hand and got Gasol over there. It was a business deal when they let Shaq go. So all of it is it's like, duh. Obviously, it's a business deal. But when you look at the reasoning for the signings and things like that, yeah, we're going to bring back some hometown kids. You can't have, you can't not have that energy, but then the same energy for when Zoe or when Mellow to come over or something like that. Yeah, I, I would love for the youngsters to come back home or to come over, period. It would be dumb for Charlotte to let <laughs> Mellow slip out of his fingers. But yeah, no, I've always uh, rooted for the hometown cast to come back home and play for the hometown because most of the cast were Laker fans to begin with. Paul George lying ass talking about he was a he grew up a Clippers fan, then grew up a Lakers fan. That nigga's confused. You know what I mean? But no, most if not all these cats grew up Laker fans. Point blank. They probably been to more Clipper games than Laker games because the Clipper tickets were free at one point. Niggas was just itching to get niggas in the game to watch them. But Am I worried? No, man. It's three games. And I, I maybe maybe it's the era that we're in now. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I have to put some blame onto Twitter because now everything is just right there. Maybe I wasn't, you know, social media to the side. You wouldn't hear so many complaints. And 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 I and and, to, and honestly it was it was different because you it seemed like we were in the streets a little bit more. But I didn't hear niggas complaining in the streets back then. You know what I mean? But now it's complaints from 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 fan bases from different states and different cities on the timeline. You never know where these fans are from. You know what I mean? So you're getting the criticism. And again, everybody has a fan base where we all don't agree with how maybe the offseason, the substitution during the game, or even the players that come over. But I come from... The era where, especially being a Lakers fan from the actual city, they just never complained about that type of shit. They just didn't. And even I not get it. The organizations were ran. The organization was ran a little bit different because the times were different back then. And we had hometown cats on on the team. You know, we had a few hometown cats on the team spread it out throughout some of these rosters. 
or whatever. But nah, nah, never really. We wouldn't run into, you know, prior to Twitter, we wouldn't run into social media to say, man, I hate this or maybe I hate that. Yeah, there were some cats saying, nah, I didn't like the Shaq move. I don't like they got rid of Shaq. Then you fast forward to later on, knowing damn well if Shaq would have stayed on the team, we could have won a lot more championships. But because of life and being realistic, these niggas didn't gel together well. And they picked one over the other. And that's just what it was. Now, we won two I mean, well, won two championships with that 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 decision, but we knew if we would have kept Shaq, then it would have been it would have been a massacre. But this is real life. <laughs> shit, this is how shit ended up. You know what I mean? They could say the same thing about Jordan if he didn't retire or, or leave for those two years in the mid nineties. Things probably would have been different, right? History would have been different. But no, this is the shit that, that happened. So now we're playing out what actually happened. You know what I mean? The whole Chris Paul thing, the veto, um, you know, a young Dwight Howard, an older Steve Nash. Like, nigga, that's just how that shit played out. We didn't get mellow the first time around. So shit happens. But at the end of the day, all that shit had to play out. You know what I mean? Because I was hearing the same type of complaints. I was hearing the complaints when we got Bron. I was hearing, you know, the ifs and the buts when we got AD. We gave up too much. Like, bro, like, it's, when are we going to stop complaining and just let the shit play out? Honestly, you can't complain until after the shit is said and done. And if I'm not mistaken, we got a championship with what with the moves that we made. Now, are you saying that we could have made different moves that could have got us multiple championships? Then what moves? We cry about the coach. We cry about the players. We don't never have a solution. And at least we don't ever have a logical financial solution that we can come up with. We always say we would... Like, shit has to make sense. Obviously, I could bring over a gang of players that I like. Now, the cap space might laugh at me. <laughs> Those contracts might laugh at me. But no, I remember the Kyrie chance. Like, yo, I don't want Kyrie to come over. I don't want his weird ass. But do I know that he could play and win the championship with LeBron? Yeah, it has been done. Who wouldn't want Kyrie as a player? Like, his skill set in general. Obviously, everybody will want that. But we're seeing what Brooklyn's going through right now. And we know Brooklyn is a much better squad with Kyrie on the team. But when I said, no, I don't want a Kyrie. No, I don't want a Boogie Cousins. Niggas thought I was bugging. No, nigga, nigga, have you not seen their history? I'm not talking about their game, though. The game is solidified. Now, the game, now, Cousins game, yeah, because after his injuries, I'm like, yo, that's not the same nigga. I'm not sure what, I'm not sure why y'all want Cousins. I haven't seen anything since an injury that said, man, go get that. No, at all. I don't know. If you like him, like, I can like a player and still not want the nigga on my team. And I'm not, and I'm talking about game wise. I'm talking about after an injury. You know what I mean? Uh, prior to Cousins' injury, absolutely. Did you see how him and AD complimented each other in New Orleans? Absolutely. But that's different, bro. He's been injured twice since then. 
No, I don't want him, man. His attitude is trash, bro. I don't want him coming to L.A. with that attitude. Kyrie Irving. I hate bringing his name up because his fan base, I'm talking about his fan base in general, is like, them niggas is worse than Kanye uh, fans, worse than Drake fans. They think this nigga is the next Dalai Lama. Like, whatever, cool, whatever, how y'all feel about him. That's y'all mans and stuff like that. But as far as him being on the Laker roster, nah, that nigga ain't, he, he's, the nigga hasn't even suited up. And again, it's still early, right? Let's not be a hypocrite. It's only been three games. When the hell is Kyrie coming back? We don't know. I personally don't care. But everybody else, mentally, cool. Y'all seen AD and, and, and DH12 fighting on the sideline? Y'all make a big deal out of it. Oh, the season is over. These niggas are shambling. I have concerns. About what? Nigga, if there was no Twitter, if there was no IG, nigga, we would just, you would have to catch it on TV. And if TV didn't record it, then we then we have to listen to the what the news uh the news reporters say whether they make some shit up or not embellish it or not we hype up the fact that them niggas had a had a fight on the sideline but glossed over the fact that the white was like nigga this shit happens frustrated we really cool that's it that's it okay but y'all want to y'all want to stick on that part why I don't know, man. As a Laker fan, you niggas probably just love drama. As a non-Laker fan, y'all just like to see the Lakers, I don't know, in a bad situation. And I get it. But don't this shit get tiring, though? Just think about it. I've talked about some of the teams that I like. I like the Knicks. I like Chicago. The Knicks just lost to Orlando. But just two games ago... They said, are they a, t a team to possibly dethrone Brooklyn and be the best team in the East? See what I'm saying? See how stupid that is? And then you fast forward to the third game, these niggas lose to Orlando, which is probably one of the worst teams in the league. And now it's coming into the season. I'm not saying just out of these three games. I'm saying coming into the season, Orlando was predicted to be one of the worst teams in the league. No progress or anything like that. Now all of a sudden it's crickets. Oh, that was just, you know, that's one of those games they're going to lose during the regular season. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. They go 2-0. Now all of a sudden they quote unquote the best team in the East, but they lose to Orlando and it's fucking quiet. It's what I'm talking about. What do y'all want? What do y'all want? It seems like even even Laker fans, Jar, I gotta call you out, Manny, I gotta call you out. Are y'all niggas looking for? Are y'all looking for perfection, nigga? The championships that we won early on, we had Shaq and Kobe. These are two Hall of Famers. Shaq, arguably a top five big of all time, top three in a lot of people's eyes. Kobe Bryant, that's enough said, right? And then we had supporting cast. We had a supporting cast, but we had those two. You're not getting those niggas. Those niggas is not walking through the door anymore. So now we're, we're talking about a new age. If you want to play Hollywood Shuffle, go ahead. But who are you going to have replaced to have a perfect squad? They don't. We don't even have the same type of coaches we had back in the day. I for sure wanted Jerry Sloan to be, to be a Laker coach. I for sure wanted Jerry Sloan. Bad. 
Didn't happen. I think my nigga retired on us. He had it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Pop is not even, like, shout out to Pop, but he just ain't got the juice anymore. So it's like y'all looking for perfection. It's like y'all looking for 90s hip-hop in today's era. I said to, to Manny, we, you know what I'm saying, we got to chat on the side, and I said to Manny, I was like, it seems like we're in a transition right now, and the Lakers need to figure that shit out as far as the league. I mean, because the league is going to go through a transition. Like, once Braun leaves, then who's going to be the face of the league? It's not going to be Zion, all due respect. He has a long way to go. Is it going to be KD? KD has put himself in a villain role. Steph, Golden State is back. Is it going to be him? Or is it going to just dump it off to Giannis and um, our guy down there in Dallas? How's it going to happen now? Because we're so used to looking up to a couple of players in the league. And they, and they carried it well. I mean, even after Jordan, we had, we, had, we had the Kobe's, we had the Iversons, we had the T-Macs. We had a lot of niggas, man. A lot of solid cats that were scoring. Buckets. You had, quietly, you had the Tim Duncans. And even then, you had Steve Nash that stole some 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 uh some MVPs, you know what I'm saying? We had Garnett's up in uh, up in uh many. We don't have that type of star power anymore. Or at least it's starting to. It might get there with these younger cats, but there's a lot of young cats with promising careers, but we just don't know. A lot of these niggas can't even play 82 games. What are we talking about? What are we complaining about? Or do we just like being uncomfortable and complain about shit all the time? The season just started, Jarv. It's just started, Manny. What do you want us to do? If it was, this is the problem, though. If we were still 3-0, and you would still find something. It will always be something. Guess what? I'm a Raiders fan. We're five and two. I still know where our faults is at. I still know that we're flawed in certain areas. So it doesn't matter right now. It's still early. If I wasn't mistaken, Jarv, you had an issue with, with, with Braun coming over here to begin with. Different type of energies. Why? Because I come from Yo, we've always had big names over here. As long as I've been a Lakers fan, I was born into royalty. I had never knew a squad without us having something. I mean, we had our little dry spells, but nigga, I was born into I was born into the Kareem and Magic era, and that drifted over to the to the Shaq and Kobe. So it was like my nigga. When we got LeBron, was it a surprise? It was a, it was a surprise because I didn't think his name, like he could he could have gone anywhere, but it does make sense that he came to LA, right? So I'm like, all right. All I know is just comes with a lot of expectations when you put on the Lakers jersey. All that I don't, you know, I don't like the way he, you know, runs his teams and shit like that. That's some whole other, a whole other shit. I just know when you put on a Laker jersey, nigga, it's championship or bust. CL and JL, not even Laker fans, they know that shit. They know the, they know the Laker rules. 
<laughs> they know the Laker rules. You know what I mean? When they got AD, I was not surprised. But was it, wasn't, what is, it, it was some bickering about we gave up too much and we gave up the wrong player. Man, so we just want perfection. I haven't seen perfection yet. The closest thing to perfection was one of them fucking Bulls teams. That was it. You know what I mean? Because our, our supporting cast, Rick Fox, Rick Fox is my guy. But I feel like if the Twitter era was back then, you niggas would be shitting on Rick Fox right now. You kidding me? Robert Ory's too old, right? Come on, man. Just let this shit happen, bro. I've gotten more complaints from Laker fans than actual niggas that don't like the Lakers. And I can even, because I already know, I already know what I'm getting from, from anti-Laker uh, fans. I already know what I'm getting from them. Some of that shit is not even logical hate. The, the hate doesn't even have to add up. Them niggas is just, they just don't like it. So they're going to say anything to get us riled up. Any loss. We, hey, my nigga, we can go 81 and 1. But that one loss, that's going to be a championship for them. That's expected. But when you getting criticized and, and when you're helping the ops, like you niggas, it's like you're, you're the ones dropping the white van off with the guns. That's y'all right now. And again, I know we're not we're in a space where sports is just the way they cover sports is real bad. Shout out to Jarb. Jarb said that like I'm not in the space to be recording sports because niggas is not covering it the right way because it's corny. It's corny right now. They're jumping to everything. Just look how they dog in my homes right now. They want him to be the face of the league so bad, but that Kansas City is so trash right now. They 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 drifting off. They trying their best not to give it to Kyler Murray. But they won the face of the league, though. Yo, they were signing off on Mahomes being the best quarterback of all time already after he won his championship. They was comparing him to Brady already. So bad. And they, want, they wanted this nigga uh, Zion to be the face of the league so bad. This nigga can't even stay on the court. Just wait, bro. Just wait. Like, like, I feel like, I feel like for us, for, for a large amount of people, including in the thread, for us not to be wanting to watch first take so bad, first take is so trash, you niggas got a lot of first takes, first takes. It's the same takes. It's the same shit. The, the, the shit that they spewing out is the shit. Y'all regurgitating the same type of energy first take does. All because y'all don't like certain players. All because y'all don't like certain moves. All because we're not three. We're not going eighty-two and zero. And then you want to mask it by saying I'm being biased. Yeah, nigga, I'm a I'm a I'm a K Cal Nine Laker fan. That's totally different from y'all niggas. You know what that means? It doesn't even matter. Don't want to sound disrespectful, but it's like you niggas is just jumping in the same boat with the ops. It's been quiet. It's been quiet when we win. It's going to be quiet when we win. But when we start losing, everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. Shout out to the Bulls, man. I like what they doing. 
whether I feel like the Bulls will win a championship within the next five years or not, I like their moves. San Antonio ain't shit right now, Sierra. But you know what? Not about to dog them. I already seen the transition. Y'all lost one of y'all biggest franchise pieces in NBA history. Do y'all think that y'all gonna bounce back? No, but I will say this. All that, y'all, you know, the, remember the Lakers? Y'all don't, we don't build up our players and la 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 la. Nigga, what? What players have you, have the San Antonio, have the San Antonio's built up any players within the past five, let's just say past five to seven years to where it's like, all right, them niggas can hold it down and keep it going. No, you want to know why? Because today's business is different. Kawhi left y'all hanging. Y'all don't have a cornerstone player. DeMar DeRozan left y'all. And that's just what it is. Y'all just got to find it. Pop got to go back into his bag and go find a sneaky link. That's just what it is. Look at the Knicks. These niggas win two. <laughs> These niggas win two games and they are going wild. And all this time, Trey Young owns them. You got to let this shit play out, man. Y'all got to let this shit play out. I, the only reason I'm giving the Bulls props because them niggas are exciting right now. Do I expect them to make any noise in the playoffs? No. And look, if they go on the losing streak, which every team does, I'm not going to be the first one to say I told you so. I'm just going to dig it. This shit happens. They got to figure it out. They might be a piece or two away from being a dominant Eastern team. Real talk. I don't really believe in Philly. Shout out to Embiid. But guess what? If he doesn't end up playing the rest of the season, like the bulk, the bulk of the season, we already know that. And we understand that, right? We do. Ben Simmons, I don't know what's going on with that nigga. I hope he ends up on another team because just Philly is just not it. Just get rid of the nigga. I believe he still can play in the league. We already know what his flaw is, and it's not shooting. It's the fact that he doesn't want to shoot. He might not be a good shooter. But shoot that thing, Ben, so, they, so them niggas can leave you alone. And stop showing us those goddamn off-season workouts. Off-season workouts don't mean nothing. Unless it translates into the game. That's all I'm saying. I almost went a whole episode without talking about the Clippers, but I just brought them up. Why? Because, man, I want that Lakers versus Clippers Western Conference Championship. We'll never have that now. We're not going to have that because I don't even think Kawhi going to stay. I just don't think he is, bro. Honestly, I don't know where that nigga going to go. He could prove me wrong. He might stay, but I just don't think he is. Shit, hell, I don't even think Paul George is going to be there. Who knows, man? The Suns, CP3 and the Suns, man. They look good. But you want to know? Nah, I don't want to criticize them. I do know I do notice one thing, though. If you punch them niggas in the mouth early, it's over. It's over. They got, they got a good nucleus over there. They got a good nucleus over there. 
Who do I think is going to win the championship this year besides my Lakers? I honestly couldn't tell you. The one thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that today's players, which some of the old players are becoming today's players, it's injuries, bro. One injury can turn a whole goddamn thing around. One. And for some teams, it's not even key play. It's not the key players. It's key role players that could just fuck up a whole thing. And that's a true story. Niggas need a Sean Livingston. For real, though. You know what I'm saying? They need that. They need that. They, they, they need a Leon Poe. They need niggas like that. So we'll see. You know what I'm saying? No hard feelings towards nobody. Uh, no disrespect towards anybody. But at the end of the day, it's only three games. Sit down. Enjoy some basketball. Just enjoy that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't, and don't come to me talking about, well, you know, the real season don't start until after the All-Star weekend, which we already know. It's been like that. You know niggas lock in after All-Star weekend. So what, and are, what are y'all waiting on the Christmas matchups? Oh, wait, the season don't start until Christmas. Which one is it? Is it Christmas or is it after All-Star weekend? So why are you complaining now? Because you want perfection. But what perfection are you going to draw up? Don't talk to me. Don't respond to me unless you have a solution. And then after you figure that solution out, tell me why you, you think that solution is going to work. Without even seeing that solution play out, tell me how that solution is going to work. All right? Convince me. Or not, because if you're not going to convince me, then there's no point in even talking about basketball at this point. Three games in, and you niggas is shaking. I'm going to tell you what, though. My Lakers win the championship this year. I don't want y'all celebrating with me. Don't celebrate with me. Don't come to the parade. No nothing. Go buy you a hat. Go buy you a shirt. Ask me to make you a shirt and just go celebrate with a fifth of hand or gin by yourself. Okay? Open run with BTG. The gym is open. College basketball is on the way. UCLA, number one, number two, depending on how you feel. UCLA football, same old, same old. Shout out to Chip Kelly. You ain't doing nothing but stealing money. I'll see y'all next week.